morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. Uh, today we are continuing on. Seems like we've been in Exodus chapter 22 for quite a while and that we're, we're coming to the end here. But there is a lot that's packed into these chapters when you're dealing with the law. Um, and again, as a reminder, when we're, when we're talking about the law, we're not looking at legal obedience to the law. As a believer, we are not under the law of Moses. But there are still principles found within the law that we should meditate on, we should apply to our lives. And these exhortations here are, are a reminder of what God wants from our lives, what he expects from us. And uh, Exodus 22 verse 21 starts off and says, Thou shalt neither vex a stranger nor oppress him, for you are strangers in the land. Okay, let's let's just take this piece by piece here, okay? So, but you, the, talking about the strangers, the strangers are those who are immigrants within the land, um, people who are just passing through, they are not citizens. And the Lord's command is you should not oppress him. Why? Because you people of Israel, you were strangers in the land of Egypt, and it was unjust what the Egyptians did to you when you were in the same position. So don't oppress the strangers. It says you shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. If thou afflict them in any wise, and they cry at all unto me, I will surely hear their cry, and my wrath shall wax hot, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall be widows, and your children fatherless. Okay, so here you got widows, and you have orphans that are being protected in these verses. And God says, if you don't treat them right, I'm going to make your wives into widows, and your children into orphans. Okay, and then he continues, verse 25. If you lend money to any of my people that is poor by thee, thou shalt not be to him as a usurer, neither shalt thou lay upon him usury. If thou take at all thy neighbor's raiment to pledge, thou shalt deliver it unto him by, the, by that the sun goeth down, for that is his covering only, it is his raiment for his skin. Wherein shall he sleep? And it shall come to pass, when he crieth unto me, that I will hear, for I am gracious." Thou shalt not revile the gods, nor curse the rulers of thy people. Thou shalt not delay to offer the first of the, thy ripe fruit, fruits and of thy liquors, the firstborn of thy son, shalt thou give unto me. Likewise shalt thou do with thine oxen and thy sheep. Seven days it shall be with his, da with his dame. On the eighth day thou shalt give it, it, give it me, and ye shall be holy unto me. Neither shall ye any flesh that is torn of beasts in the field. You shall cast it to the dogs. Okay, so the last section, slightly off topic here, but the first two paragraphs are dealing with this issue of those who are less fortunate than us. In fact, I, I worded this, the main thrust is here is don't take advantage of people who are less fortunate than you. And the list here includes immigrants, widows, orphans, and the poor. And, and God promises that if we do, we take advantage of those people that he is going to hear and he is going to judge us for doing so. But the main thing that stood out to me is this. God actually tells us why this is so important to him. <laughs> he tells us why. Um, in, in, the, in the last phrase of verse number 27, he says, For I am gracious. It, God's character is kindness. That's the idea behind graciousness. He is kind even to those who are less fortunate, less less seemingly deserving in, in the world's mindset. Um, people who 
struggle. And I think that's important for us to meditate on the graciousness, the kindness of God towards those who have less advantages in life than we do. And this is the heart of God for people like that. And so in application, we could ask ourselves, or we could ask ourselves this question, when we interact with people of lesser intelligence, character, or ability, do I try to get social cred or status by demeaning them, or taking advantage of them, or treating them as if they are lesser in some way? Is that is that the way I interact with people who are less fortunate? Or do I have the heart of God? And do I want to be kind and to be gracious? I think of those who have handicaps, right? I think a lot of times we avoid people who have a handicap because we don't know how to interact with them. Um, sometimes we can lose patience with people who have some kind of a handicap. And I think at those moments we are revealing how not like God we actually are. Because God's heart is gracious and it is kind. And that's how we're to interact with people who are less fortunate than us. That's the principle of this text here. People who don't have all the same things and the opportunities and the advantages of life that we do. God's heart is kindness towards them. And that should be our default in the way we interact with them. Most of us default to skepticism or to avoidance or to condemnation even in these cases. And that's not how God interacted. And, and I think of the, this verse here, he talks about the poor, okay? Did it say anything in this text about whether the poor was deserving or not deserving? No, it didn't. Our obligations are to do right and to be kind either way. We can, as human beings, we should do the right thing and we should be kind to people, even if they don't always deserve it necessarily because of the choices that they have made. But he says here, don't take advantage of them. Don't charge the poor person even usury to gain off of him. You know, that's that's kind of the idea here. But the challenge today is this. Let's have the heart of God, not the heart of the world when it comes to people who are who are less fortunate than we are. Have a great day. God bless.